0: When I spoke to James Sinclair, the CEO and founder of the Fortnite Globe, he said people are moving towards premiumization and willing to pay more to try something that's a small batch produced. And I was like, Oh, so you <laughs> can send a four fine <laughs> small batch produced. I was like, Oh, okay, interesting, interesting perspective on that.
1: Radio Brews News is proudly presented by Cryer Malt. With over 25 years in the field, Cryer Malt are dedicated to providing the finest brewing ingredients to help brewers create the foundations of a truly excellent beer. They are your premium brewing partner and they are proud sponsors of this and this is Brews News Week. G'day all, I'm your host Pete Mitchum and joining me is Matt Kierkegaard. G'day Matt. Good morning Pete. And showing off her tan lines,
2: (laughs) Claire Burnett. Welcome back from holidays.
0: (laughs) Thanks Pete. Hiya.
2: I do have to say, that was one of the first things I said to Claire when she stepped yeah, back into the office. Yeah, it was very rude, actually. Well, I just have said, said, I expected you to come back You're not tanned.
0: that tanned. <laughs> <laughs> you you
2: slip-slop-slapped.
0: Yeah, exactly. There you go. You 50 can, you plus. Can, you can,
1: you can, yeah, you can be born in Australia, but if you're born from pasty English stock, mm, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to tan Are the you same looking as... I'm rude.
0: <laughs> yeah, but Pete, I don't know if I've told Pete my mum's an actual Australian.
1: An She's a- yeah, Australian. an
0: actual Australian, like a genuine with the accent and everything. And the tan, the whole bit. (laughs) Yeah, the whole bit. That's all Australian is apparently an accent and a tan.
1: (laughs) My wife's father is English as well, so uh, Ah. my girls—you know—one of them hair just bleaches blonde, but the other two are um, are taken on the 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 pasty genes, isn't it?
0: Mind you, when I went to Fiji when I first arrived. we came to Australia and then went immediately to feed <laughs> um, This Australian lady came up to me and she was like, oh, you're tanned. And I was like, and I was like, oh, thank you very much. Oh, She's like, you're tanned for an English person. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. And this woman was pale as anything. She'd been bitten to death by mosquitoes. I didn't want to say anything, but I was like, love, you look more English than I do. <laughs> Bless her.
2: Bless her. Mate, just before, um, I don't, looking at the show story list, there's not a lot um, of bingo um being played today
0: <laughs> that was great then
2: uh i i, I gonna get a run a uh, yeah, it's
0: gonna get a mention
2: but i just wanted <laughs> I, I just wanted to play you this this was a i found a just a little news story i flicked to claire this morning and then a, you, you know the way that the uh quality um journalism throws in completely <laughs> unrelated videos to the story Oh god. Um, yeah. But this one grabbed my attention. I just wanted this little 40 seconds of audio. So uh, just listen to this. Something I'd never heard of before I came to Australia. So I recently started dating my current boyfriend. He's Aussie. And when I was at his place for the first time, and I went to the bathroom, I saw this. And this being a bottle of Corona. In his bathroom. I'm like, why is there an empty beer bottle in your bathroom? He's like, oh, I just had a shower beer the other day. I'm like, a shower beer? He's like, yeah, yeah, a shower beer. A shower beer? What's a shower beer? He's like, oh, yeah, it's a shower beer. It's really nice if you've had a long day, and you worked outside in the cold and it was rainy and, you know, you get into the shower and it's nice and hot and you just have this nice cold shower beer. Well, I've never heard of this before. <laughs> have you? So apparently it's an Australian thing. I <laughs> oh, hear you, sister. It's not a thing. <laughs> No, you're just un-Australian, and I think that proves it, Pete. <laughs> uh, I think that bloke was just
1: trying to hide the fact that he drank Corona
2: and just got it. had to make up a story when he got busted. <laughs> he
0: had to leave it in the bathroom.
2: Well, I'm trying to work out, if you're having Corona in the shower, how can you tell when you finish the bottle?
0: Oh, ouch. Ouch. There's a burn. Now, where's the whip snap? <laughs> or is it an <laughs> <sound> effect? <laughs>
1: or is it like the uh, the magic pudding? If you're drinking Corona in the shower, it's yeah. just keeps refilling, and you just don't notice. <laughs>
2: Anyway, I just wanted to get that out of the way very early and uh you know get a get a box ticked. All
1: right. No, that's good. So Shelby is is, is on the uh buzzword bingo. Yeah, that's it. Well, it should be. Bruce news card, is it? Yeah. It should be. All yeah, right. thanks for
0: that. Was that. James Davidson. who did that?
2: Yes. Who apparently <laughs> has far too much time on his hands. <laughs> yes, it, it, is it was very good. A and lot of work went into well it. was very well
0: presented as well. It wasn't just written on a piece of paper or anything. Wasn't to be it? fair, he did something.
2: share something a little bit later saying that he uh, had been working on his Photoshop skills and done some Ah. other photos. So I think that might have been what that was about. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Claire, now, I don't know
1: if you noticed, but uh, absolutely no beer news at all in the last couple of weeks because apparently if you were on holidays,
2: um, journalism just kind of grinds to a halt.
0: The brewing industry stops. That's
2: not quite ever. It's just been been a very, very quiet time.
0: Yes. Yes, Mark. Very quiet. Just coincidentally.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, but look, a little bit to get through, and we might, uh, get, I guess, uh, if, we, if we're going to classify as good or bad news, the bad news out of the way first, um, breweries, a duty of care in the spotlight after keg explosion settlement. Compensation liability for breweries has been placed in stark relief after it was revealed that a former New South Wales bartender settled in court this week with a bar venue after a life-changing explosion at the site. He was claiming nearly $3 million from Newcastle's Bar Beach Bowling Club, according to the New South Wales Supreme Court documents published in May 2020, after a keg explosion led to virtually his whole arm being amputated. The cost of prosthetics and procedures as a result is uh, estimated to cost two point seven million dollars uh the gas bottle of the portable dispensing system behind the bar was not fitted with a gas regulator and the pressure in the gas bottle vastly exceeded the capacity of the keg to withstand it even allowing for the keg's design factor of safety so uh this yeah um i can't remember when the because we covered this when it first came out matt when it when it first happened i'm going to say four or five years ago yeah
0: 2014 i think it was
1: Oh, so um, even longer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, um, when the
0: incident actually happened, which is crazy. Yeah, and there
1: was a fair bit because, it, you know, the, obviously the, the brewery and the bar, um, there, there are duties of care involved when you are setting up dispensing systems uh, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the keg itself was not faulty, but um, just the simple fact of not having a regulator mm-hmm. on the uh, on Salamix or, or whatever gas bottle they were using. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so um,
0: good out. to see that. That's you know,
1: yeah, we wish him well, yeah. um, and, and hopefully, you know, now that the the court case is all done and dusted, um, it's a reminder to breweries and venues. Um, to I guess to it, it, I know the IBA at uh, BrewCon a couple of years ago, maybe Adelaide, so maybe three years ago, um, uh, presented a like a safety in the workplace specific to breweries. Do you recall that, Matt?
2: I, I wasn't down uh, for the Adelaide uh, conference, but they did, and they've actually got a working group, and uh, IBA members uh, have access to a range of worksheets and safety uh, documents um, that you can that are behind the sort of IBA login wall. Um, so, uh, yeah, so there's certainly uh, – it, it's a focus for the IBA.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, in, I guess – Good news if you're a, um, a brewer working for Four Pines. Four Pines has moved into the All Hands Brewing House. Uh, so Sporting Globe, which is part of the Signature Hospitality Group, which acquired All Hands Brewing House for $20 million back in February, has bought in Four Pines as a brewery partner in the Sydney Bar. The All Hands Brewing House will be converted into an official Sporting Globe
0: Times four pints. Times four pints. Yeah, what a weird up. way to okay, say so it. So I had like to ask them specifically. Is that Coast was what they were X, Coast and Guzman, <laughs> yeah, E, yeah.
1: Gomez. And, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it will continue to brew a number of beers iconic to all hands. So uh, all hands, of course, um, made the news that the Indies taken uh, a number of awards, including a trophy. I think oh, They, they were the
2: best – Best small, uh, small brewery or best brew pub? Or, or okay. brew
1: pub. It yeah. might have been yeah. fir- the first ones, uh, the inaugural winners of the the brew pub model
2: champion brewery. And distinctly remember everyone looking to the person on their left and their right going, who? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when they did, because it, it had not been long since they'd, uh, I think it was the red tape, bre- red, red tape brew house before then. And... Before that, it was the Blue Tongue Brewhouse, and before that, it was the James Squire Brewhouse. So it had certainly gone through a, a, a number of name changes. Yeah, down at the harbour, isn't it? Yeah, right on yeah, the waterfront, yeah, right yeah, next yeah. to um, Peter Lux. It looks
0: beautiful. Yeah, Kingsworth, yeah. that's it. It looks like a great venue. Like, no wonder it got snapped up.
2: It was actually a little bit run yeah. down,
1: because, Pete, I'm pretty sure we've...
0: Oh, have you been? We did, a- we
1: did pop in there when, uh, when we were up for the last of, um, what was Sydney Craft Beer Week. Or correct, yeah. And we we popped in um, just to check it out because we'd we'd heard about it. Um, and I got to say, though though they certainly weren't award-winning beers, um, so they had certainly put in a lot of effort between the you know the three years that that we'd been there or two years that we'd been there, um, and certainly worthy winners because um, as I say, everything's tasted blind, so there's no you know you're not reading any labels or mm. reading any re- anything into that.
2: It was quite a surprise this week, yeah, to to get the media release of saying that, you know, this award winning brewery that they'd uh, announced uh, late last year that they'd bought. February um, this year. February this year um, that they'd bought. And, um, you know, but I, I, I'll be honest, like since I bought it, it just completely fallen off my radar with COVID. Mm-hmm. But and
0: uh, you, as soon as something, I don't know about you, Matt, but something like that happens, I just think. Oh, written off now. Okay, they've been bought by a chain. Right? They, they, they've been later. bought by a chain, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and
2: so. But, you know, they, they had an award-winning little brewery. Um, you'd think, you know, they might have, you know, developed that. Mm. But uh, it, 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 it's fascinating that they've gone for, you know, what I would call, you know, does did, did this signal, Pete, do you think that Four Pines is becoming, you know, a franchise brand?
1: I think they're taking some cues from Pirate Life um, and I think the big house is looking at, you know, so, okay, if we're going to, let's let's do a commercial arrangement, you know, uh, brackets, tap contract, close brackets. Uh, but what we'll do is we'll get, rather than making it a, a generic, you know, here's some Carlton Draft and some Great Northern and whatever it is, let's actually brand it. Um, given that uh, man, uh, Manly and Four Pines have such you know such a strong uh, local feel. I guess it's a it's a nice fit to use yeah. that uh, that brand in um, in the harbour there.
0: Do you think it's a bit weird that they're still continuing to brew All Hands beers there? Like, what? That's, <laughs> they're changing the name. They're getting that's four what I'm pines saying. In. You know, like, like what, very smart
2: move, and it's something that Brews News has you know been keeping an eye on. Is you know the that old um, chain pub model. Um, just doesn't resonate with consumers anymore, and I think we're going to see a big um, move towards publicans becoming breweries. Um, with you know, even just a small little brew kit in there, just because that's what people want. Um, you know, gone are the days when you know, the, the pub tab and the you know, some carvery um, got people in. <laughs> Love um, a carvery. Totally. I've never had a carvery. <laughs> um, Mind you, probably not a traditional English carvery, but um, <laughs> um, and the, so so the brewery is the thing that people engage with, and it you know gives even the sort of mankiest, most generic pub the feeling of local, um, <laughs> and because you're you're brewing on site, um, so it, it, I can understand why they bought the All Hands Brewhouse, but then. And, and, you know, I can also understand why they would then partner up with Four Pines because, as I said, you know, like Four Pines, this is brewery number five or number six, and, you know, they are the James Squire brew pub. Um, As you said, Pirate Life, this is CUB's, um, you know, emerging strategy is having, you know, basically killed off brands like Matilda Bay that they could have um, grown. They've bought these... uh, yeah, you know, small breweries they've kept their management uh, team shackled uh, with their earnouts um, and they're now giving them the free range to develop their brands but they're increasingly looking like franchise brands you know pirate life is now in casinos you're now sort of getting major tourism developments at a you know a four pines It um, is, is you know it, it 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 is a franchise brand, mm. you know. It's 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 not a. a it does what, make
0: it feel different though, don't you think? When they're in things like that, it, when they're involved in bigger chain type things and tourism type things, it doesn't feel like I would consider a brewery should feel. But I guess <laughs> that sounds mm. bad, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> but I guess they hold that. That's the thing they're hoping that, you know. again, craft beer has only touched the independent nuanced little, small brewery, whatever you wanna whatever the yeah proper best, most accurate way to describe those breweries are these days.
0: And it made me laugh actually on that point because um, when I spoke to James Sinclair, the CEO and founder of the Sporting Globe, he said people are moving towards premiumization and willing to pay more to try something that's small batch produced. And I was like, oh, so you can't <laughs> in <laughs> a four <four-pound> pint <laughs> small batch produced? I was like, oh, okay, interesting, interesting perspective. It, it, to be, on be that. fair,
1: it does say that uh, his quote was, "All hands beers will continue to be brewed on mm-hmm. site along with four yeah, pints yeah. limited so releases." So all
0: hands bit, yeah, definitely. But I think so. I f-
1: wonder if the yeah the uh, because I, I don't know, and I don't know whether I'm reading too much into this, but I just had a feeling that uh, the larger scale um, all-hands beers were being brewed off-site. I just had a feeling it was a fairly small system. And I think Matt and I commented for the number of different beers they had available, the kit didn't seem big enough. But
0: Yeah. Well, that's what James said. James said the reason why they brought five, Four pints in is because they weren't making enough on-site. That's another section of the story that I didn't mm. include. Um they weren't making enough to meet demand and therefore bringing Four Pines beers in. So Four Pines obviously aren't going to be made there. They're going to be brought in. And then limited release, the occasional limited release from Four Pines will be made there, but mainly All Hands. And from what I got from him, like the idea is that the regulars would kick off if the All Hands beers got taken away, so they thought, oh, well, we'll keep them on as like a little token gesture and then but we'll But if the Four Pines
2: them. beers aren't going to be brewed on site, it, it, it just sort of it's looks like... not really like, Four Pines
0: Brewery. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's very confusing. But, but it, the other it, thing
1: too with that is that you're not going to expect that all-hands beers are going to be available if all of a sudden all-hands brewing sign disappears and is replaced mm. by the Sporting Globe sign. Yeah.
0: I reckon that might, might get phased out, to be honest.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> again, like, if they're going to start beating the local drum... Um, you know, we're talking about uh, TGIF, you know... Uh, <laughs> the same
0: people that do TGIF Fridays, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: he, he, well, he runs TGIF, you know, the yeah, Sporting yeah. Globe, which is just, you know, chain, you know, pretty much everything that people have been moving away from. You know, Australia's only ever touched on sporting bars, unlike, a, you know, the, the US, you know, those bars are just walls of um, plasma TVs screens... And, and yeah. where ...where you're watching it. Yeah. And you're sort of going... If, if you're going to start wrapping generic you know american import um concept bars um that are just going Which to be what he mentioned saying that was his
0: inspiration for it it was that's american it, bars yeah, yeah. and something
2: hmm. you're gonna start but you know we we're all about local and
0: you know, you know, just, <laughs> that's
2: not the same yeah <laughs> if if
1: couldn't couldn't pull off the uh the sportsman you know the sporting bar um in in the casino complex though that Fell by the wayside after not too long. Um, I think if they can't do it, um, then
2: oh, if a casino can't do it, like an American import sporting bar, then you know, like exactly. there's no
1: there's no audience for it. And listen now, before we move on to the next story, and just I, I don't know if James Sinclair, the CEO and founder of the Sporting Globe, listens to the uh, to the podcast, but if he does, now this is this is only a little thing, but it great it grinds my gears. The Sporting Globe uh, at my local uh, Westfield shopping centre, mm-hmm. um, That they took over uh, what was a, a 30-year-old institution, uh, the Dragon Boat Chinese restaurant that every single, you know, big occasion everyone in in the uh, the area used to go there. And that's, that's not an issue. Things change. I get that. Um, but within about a week of it opening, someone had knocked off the S off the Sporting Globe sign and we then now – Six months of, of lockdown, like you've got to just replace. or drive past it.
0: Wind you up, it's winding me up,
1: isn't it? And we're going, maybe the p the is in the mail because they've no, got nothing but time, or the s, s is in the, mail. the moment Yeah,
0: they're probably shipping it over from somewhere. Yeah, got stuck in transit <laughs> because they're keeping local alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they <That's> they've, <laughs> they've <laughs> got to
2: import that s. It's <laughs> exclusively made by.
0: Well, we won't uh, go into that. Anyway, James, if you're
2: listening, <laughs> put the S back into the porting globe. <laughs> <laughs> but again, yeah, and again, look. Funnily enough, I feel the need to, to stress this. None of this is criticism for Four Pines, or you know, it, Four Pines is on a massive expansion. Um, you know, three years into their sale, um, you know, they, they've got to increase volume, and they're still. And making... they've got to
1: get. Yeah, they've got to show volume.
2: They've got to show volume to, and you know, it, it, it's not a criticism for sporting bars or anything like that. But it, it, it's just wondering whether there is a bit of incongruity um, between, you know, whether, whether we have to stop looking at breweries like Four Pines. So once, you know, when Four Pines was at Manly, it really was a small local um, brewery. And Pirate Life, when they were, you know, had that sort of, like it was so rustic the way that they sort at of... At Hindmarsh, Yeah, at Marsh when they were sort of expanding around and sort of just cobbling stuff together. Um, but, you know, suddenly once you've got the big house money and you've got these you know n- negotiations things like that is it time to put that you know we're local to mantle to bed mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah i should think so i i think at the end of the day it's you know size matters so yeah. when, once you you know you if you want to appeal to the masses then i guess you you've got to be you've got to be bigger than that small comfy little brew pub on the
2: on the on the on the harbour or whatever, but every business choice, you know, there, there's an economic cost. If you're, you know, if you decide to stay small because you want to wear that small local independent tag that resonates with people, then you have all of these costs that you have to pay every time you order, um, you know, bottles and cans and, um, you know, equipment and you know the, the the volumes that you can put out. All of that is done at a cost. When you get the benefits of scale that comes with being with you know Australia's largest brewery. You don't get to get all of those advantages on that side of the business, and still get to have the same advantages that says, "Oh, look, I'm small and local," um, because that's the cost of actually not being small and local anymore. Even if you've got, you know, a, 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 even if you've got a local outlet, does that mean you know? For, for a lot of consumers, they're going to just think that you're local. Um, because you are there, um, and on one sense of the word, local. But again, local is that word that has a little bit more. It, my local Woolworths isn't you know, my local little <laughs> market um, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, interesting that
1: uh, Coles certainly are, are perhaps taking a leaf out of craft brewers' books and and doing Coles local. Uh, so depending on the area, and they're being rolled out around the country um over the next six months i think but some will have you know a deli and some won't uh and some will have fresh fish and some won't so they'll all be rather than cookie cutter they'll they'll actually will go to a, a local model so
2: but that just yeah that's just sort of saying well you know, like we've got um you know like a high i've got one of those up the road in lutwich um which has a very high contingent of italian uh you know second generation italians so, the, so there was a skewing of their product towards that Italian mm-hmm. mindset, that, which, incidentally, is called business. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it, 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 that doesn't make you local. That means that you're servicing your local. That, that means you're servicing your audience, and not sort of saying, "Well, we can just plonk, um, you know, regardless of what the demographic of our uh, neighbourhood is, we can just sell the same offering that we do around the country." Is is that what we're talking about when you're sort of talking about you know keeping local alive? You know, sort of keeping a shop that is churning out international brands, um, including increasing numbers of their own, and which I'll come to in a second. Is that what, when we're rallying around the keep local alive flag and all of the various inter, in, in you know um, iterations of that, is that what we're celebrating?
1: I don't know, but I, I I get the sense that the um that train from Nowhere'sville, the engine is about to disappear up its own caboose again. We're getting <laughs> <laughs> into a, a
2: matte local spiral. Is oh oh that, no, no, well oh no. <laughs> well, again, like just just as we're about to come on air, um, I've been seeing a little bit about uh, send it down, Huey, like Huey, which is a new Aussie pale lager, and uh, oh, is it? Yeah, it was it was written about uh, quite gushingly in another. Uh, um, beer publication. You wouldn't call your beer Jesus Christ, would you?
0: Probably not. <laughs> no. So well. Huey, I mean, Huey you
2: know, is, no is, is a non-denominational sort of. You know, it's just the, the person hu- in it's the sky. Huey. Huey is the creator. You, Huey is is uh, he
0: replaces
2: everyone? She <laughs> slash, slash,
1: slash to <laughs> them. <laughs> who controls the weather?
2: It's, yeah. you know, right. Okay. The, the all-seeing creator. So send it down, Huey. Make yeah. it rain. Anyway, you're about to disappear. You know, down the. down your own little uh but anyway um so you've missed this shit haven't you (laughs) clear send it down quench your thirst with the huey could there be a better name for a beer named after the drought-stricken aussie bushman's plea in 1912 send it down huey which quickly became our farmers' plea for refreshing rain today huey delivers the thirst quenching refreshment in a lightly hopped easy drinking brew Um, Break your drought and help a farmer. $2 donated from every case. Crack a cold one with your mates and help a battling farmer. See where your money is going at Give It Org. Then a huge splash screen that says local lager. Oh, my God,
0: it's massive.
2: Crafted and canned in Goldburn. Brewed in the heart of Goldburn, New South Wales, with 100% Aussie-grown hops and malt. It's the ultimate light and refreshing par lager. Do you know many craft breweries in, like small craft breweries in? Colby. Yeah, I'm Melbourne. sure
1: there's a there's got to be a tiny little brew pub there somewhere.
2: Um, where's, where's Casella? Where's uh? Where's no, no no, 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 not, not Casella. <laughs> it's a tribe, you know, sort is it called, of, yeah, yeah, which, yeah, which you now has what? Family yeah. local, yeah. Well, it, it's it local, is, it's and, local. And, and again, Tribe and it's friendly, huge, great brewery, awesome quality beer mm-hmm. available from your local Dan Murphy's.
0: And is it local to me if it's made in? Golden. but
2: you know so touching all of the buttons but now you've got dan murphy's you know and you know the the the, the major retailers um you know have their own home light home versions of um you know, you've got bluey which is the knockoff of uh iron jack which is you know an, an imitation of great northern you know they've got uh Coles have got Tinnies, which is all of their you know, popular craft. You know, they've—they've they've got all the things. But now they're even knocking off charity beers. Like they're doing their own vertical integration of charity beers.
0: And I've seen their profits, and they should be giving much more the than two dollars. <laughs> but they're
2: not giving the two dollars. We're giving the two dollars, <laughs> yes, exactly. Because they're work. using the two dollars. They'll
0: <laughs> add that onto the price, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that's the case, I'm, but
2: I'm, given where it's from, I'm sure it's perfectly good beer. But yeah. you're sort of looking at, you know. When you're sort of putting local down around this, which is a Dan Murphy's knockoff of a charity beer that's being made under contract but made to look like it's a small local lager. You know, local is increasingly... I I, I give local 12 to 18 months of meaningfulness before it just means nothing anymore. now I
0: feel bad because I was kind of waxing lyrical about it a few weeks ago, and now I'm like, oh, this is getting too much now. It's all right for them to use it to help other... Actually, local brewers like the BWS campaign. But then taking it on for their own brands is just taking the piss, isn't it? <laughs> actually,
2: you, you, you raise a great point, you know, because they've jumped onto local in such a big way. The billboard's everywhere and they're supporting the mm. the, the, the locals. But now, the actual locals. Yeah, but is that just like a um, Trojan horse for them to get on, on their own mm-hmm. local bandwagon? And
0: it was quite hard to find... Who owned Huey, wasn't it? We had to have a little dig around. You went into the, like, the...
2: The privacy... Yeah, yeah, the it, was privacy it wasn't
0: obvious, so a normal person wouldn't know that. That so, makes so me think is, the it, it is a Dan horsey.
2: Murphy's... It's, a, it's an Endeavour. Yeah, it's made by Endeavour. Yeah. Endeavour Drinks. Yeah, yeah. at okay. Tribe, um, sold exclusively through Dan Murphy's. And so now they're doing, you know, sort of the vertical integration model of... Charity beers, you know, if you think of Hawks Lager and, you know, a good friend James uh, Grujon and all of those people. now are yeah, with got, a good beer, co. Huh? Yeah, and, yeah. and like, I was, you know, it, it's very hard for him because I'd read, you know, the first person I would go to and get a comment on this is James. But, you know, he's recently just done a video campaign with BWS as well, so they're supporting him very well, and he's going to be very loath to sort of say, oh, you know, put yeah. your head in, fellas, a, 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 assuming he wanted to. Yeah, that's right. And I don't want to put words in his mouth, but... Yeah.
0: It's easy for them to throw a small brewery a bone because that looks like a big bone to a
2: brewery. a small brewery, yeah, yeah. to a small brewery. And it is a big bone to yeah. a small brewery.
0: Yeah, it's just not in the grand scheme of their lives.
1: And, and, and if brewers are hoping to make it just that little bit easier for their consumers to find out exactly where their beers are brewed, you could look um, perhaps at speaking to our good friends at Relling's
2: Label Stickers and I, Packages. I, I, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Go and take it back, Pete. I'm um, going to give you an even better segue. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, so no, keep this in, Joe. Yeah, Pete – Yesterday, yeah, uh, okay. uh, because um you know, there have been a few birthdays in the office uh, over the last couple of weeks, including yours. Happy birthday for last week, Pete. I forgot oh, to say happy on birthday, the birthday um Pete. O, and an happy birthday,
0: Matt, for Monday.
2: And Claire and Sam had birthdays recently, and Claire was back from holiday. So we went out to lunch yesterday. We went out to uh, <laughs> a little place called Brewdog. Um, <laughs> Just a little, a little local a place. A little local place. <unterwegs> well, I was going to say, that's uh. your local, isn't it? No, 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 no. Please, I, I, I don't want it. There's no bingo <laughs> no, no, checking no. here. There's no faint. Um, <laughs> it was very nice. Yeah, there, we had a lovely there, time. There's no faint praise for Brewdog and, uh, yeah, with a backhand it, <laughs> It was lovely, genuine lunch. praise, and
1: I'm sure the weather in Brisbane at the moment is very similar to that uh, in Aberdeenshire.
2: <laughs> no, it was beautiful <laughs> and lovely shade. Everything, everything was uh, great. And having a chat to Kelvin and uh, they had this giant stack of Elvis juice um, cans that, <laughs> and then Elvis juice rebranded um, into <laughs> sort of different packaging. And he made a joke that they were going to use them as the um, sort of um, like cutlery holders. Um, They're the cutlery things, holders yeah. on, 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 <laughs> on, on the, the things. For the but next 17 years, he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's got pallets of, <laughs> uh, of this thing. But then he was sort of thinking well, maybe we could just look at sleeving them.
0: Oh, and how would you do and, that, And Because
2: Calvin is a – um, I'm, I'm not sure whether this was all in confidence I that know. he was telling us this, <laughs> but anyway, he did make a mention that you know they may have to get some sleevers in, Pete, and I was just sort of racking my brains for where we would uh, point it. Because you didn't
1: have the number written down in front of you, you couldn't reel it off,
2: or? <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as a regular listener, he actually said we might even be speaking to railings.
0: Ooh, lovely.
2: Well, there we go. And of course if you had remembered Matt you
1: would have said uh, call one three hundred eight five two two three five to find out more uh, now speaking of uh, venues uh, because we were just before that for quite a while um, <laughs> local and otherwise. Gage Roads Brewing Co, I think you are in WA, so their local now is Redfern, um, is opening its long-awaited first venue on the East Coast under its Atomic Beer Project brand. The opening of the brew pub in the Sydney suburb of Redfern, 10 months after receiving the green light from Council, marks a momentous move for Gage, which also recently announced a major new venue development in Perth. So there we go. And that's Perth, Western Australia, not Perth, which is near Dundee, also it's in Scotland.
0: Indeed, yes. Very different places. Very yeah.
1: different. Uh, so yeah, Gauge Roads' long-awaited um, foray into the into the East Coast.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and good on. luck to them. Yeah. Now it wouldn't be Bruce News Week, and it wouldn't be Bingo without VB faces ABAC over social media repost. Victoria Bitter has been the subject of complaints to advertising watchdog ABAC for reposting user-generated content on its Instagram account. The first complaint regarding an Instagram post from May in 2020 featured a cartoon image of someone drinking with roller skates on. The complainant said that roller skating is an activity that requires a high degree of alertness and physical coordination, aping the code's own wording upheld.
0: Yeah. So that was an interesting one. It was exactly the code as well. It's like they'd looked uh, through it and said – it, it, well, it just it, But that's the first time that I've ever seen that exactly. Okay. That's well, the only
1: thing. Is, even... is cartoon roller skating – more or less dangerous than actual roller skating <laughs> well but that, again it, it it's not
2: that's not the point
1: you i've know, got uh, i've got wiley coyote on the line Matt, uh, with, him, <laughs> with his comments <laughs>
0: but the, and, uh, vb agreed though they're normally quite you know meek and mild in their responses to abac obviously being owned by a major brewer who is a signatory of the code, mm. but they wrote, "We find it utterly bizarre that someone would extrapolate an encouragement of dangerous behaviour from an illustrated image composed of two legs with feet in roller skates and but a you hand holding a can of Victoria Bitter.
2: You, you wouldn't put somebody in the um, in a cartoon who is sitting there with their arm out the window, you know, one arm on the steering wheel of a Air car, point, um, you point. know, chugging VB, um, and. Even if it is a cartoon, mm-hmm. um, because... I think
0: King of the Hill might have done that, though. Well, but that's... But, <laughs> but like an adult, old cartoon. I it's mean, not it, like a kid's thing. You or I could draw it. Yeah.
2: Um, and because we're not marketing um, alcohol, and it's the al- alcohol marketing code, mm-hmm. and they need to be seen as not promoting irresponsible behaviour. Um, and even though it's a cartoon... It could, but be. it
1: does show too how you are in control of your social media feed. So even though somebody else had posted it, presumably as a, a comment, mm-hmm. they reshared you, it. No, they, yeah,
0: they reshared somebody else's. Uh, okay, yeah, right. so they okay. had. Yeah, they reposted it on their. I own, don't, don't do
1: Instagram, so <laughs> I don't know these things. Cool. Uh, ABAC stipulates that alcohol marketing communications cannot depict an adult under twenty-five years of age unless they are not visually prominent or they are not a paid model or actor and are shown in the marketing communication that has been age-restricted. VB responded to the complaint, as Claire suggested, by saying that the post, which was another repost from another Instagram user, does not breach the code. It said that the Instagram user is not a paid model or actor, and it was reposted solely within the age-restricted environment of the VB Instagram account. Verdict dismissed. So they dismissed
0: Interesting. Even though she did look super young, didn't she? Oh, half a luck. but I mean, <laughs> well, she was we, over twenty five apparently. But we, well, we laughed, we laughed at her Instagram account, didn't we? Because it was just her with cans <laughs> of VB, <laughs> just this girl. I think she's from Melbourne or something. Just VB, 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 VB everywhere. I did not know.
2: Were, were there any of her f- with the VB fragrance?
0: Oh, possibly. I didn't I have check. To have a look. Yeah. How much was that? There, that was like fifty bucks. How'd
1: you buy that? No, 1990, $19.95, oh, plus right. $5 postage and handling, i heard. <laughs> <five, five, five, laughs> <laughs> Pete. Yours is worrying. still in the mail, no doubt, Pete. <laughs> no, I saw, I saw an ad. Oh, it. The, the, the quantity of stuff, uh, people in Melbourne will know uh, the pain that I'm about to share. Oh, um, there's a lot of stuff in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> we had the posting now comes around uh, twice a week, and yesterday was the one time we go, oh, good, we got some mail with a card from Australia Post saying uh we're now going we're not we're not delivering every working day we're going well no shit Sherlock
2: <laughs> <laughs> well absolutely
0: nuggets
2: actually just before we um leave you back just wanted to and this is kind of like a um a, a conversation with the community um in our listenership and also the the, the Facebook group I had uh, like a couple of people share recently. They see stuff in their social media feed because it's something that we look at um, regularly. To the point that, that mm-hmm. it's a bingo topic um, <laughs> on, on on the podcast. You know, sharing. You know, gee, look at this one. These guys are going to come up before a back. I, I, you know, it, it, we we do have the best Facebook, um, most informed, um, insightful, um, you know, all, all of that Facebook group in beer. Um, I'm quite confident in saying. And the the discussion is always informed and things like that. But I I do have to say, look, it really worries me um, when we do post stuff that we see before it's even been the subject of a complaint because... Yeah, I
0: like we... Helping that process, accidentally uh, are we helping? Along. Yeah, um, I d- <laughs> but I don't because the Facebook group is closed. I'd hope that,
2: well, yeah, but it's, I mean, we don't police it, so you know, I'm pretty sure that hello, fair if you're listening, um, <laughs> you know, so they know that soapbox is the uh code oh, word. Oh, god, don't a person it. that we don't know personally put soapbox, or even if they say i oh, listen to the podcast, mm. you know, we, we, we don't sort of you know, we don't
0: vet them, do we you? don't ask
2: for 100 points of identification, so <laughs> maybe we should um, and given how. Um, so when your when your username
1: is Mister T Total, um, it's, a <laughs> no, of, it's a bit of a giveaway. It's Tom, Tom Total. Tom,
2: third of men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, look, and I, 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 so, so what do you guys think? You know, because like, it, it it knowing that um the people who make these complaints have an anti-alcohol agenda, once. Once a brewery comes to their attention, you know that they're monitoring their website and they just go back mm. for years. Um, you know, would they be keeping an eye on, you know, it, it, uh, that would be my fear that, you know. Yeah, I get, I get what you
1: mean, but I, I think I, I guess red thoughts into green thoughts, ding, um, is that I see our engaged listeners as, I guess, you know the first line of defence, maybe. So they're they're kind of they're out there watching, and 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 they have developed this knack of, mm. um, I guess picking something that that might be, and I think they do it from a place of, hey guys, you know, just in case you you know hadn't realised, uh, mm-hmm. oh, this, this may yeah. be an ABAC kind of thing,
2: which which I'm I'm quite proud of. Oh, no, and, and, and I am as well, but, you know, like, I, I know that I'm going to have I do But
1: I don't think it's... Yeah, I don't think our guys are kind of no. flagging, you I, know. No. It, it's it's not shit-canning. It's a, it,
2: there's no negativity about it. And, you know, quite often I sort of think that they're raising issue. In fact, almost always they're raising genuine issues. But I just know that I'm going to have that sort of heart-sinking feel feeling if suddenly, you know, in 30 days' time um, we see... It's
0: never happened before that I... Can think of. It,
2: it hasn't yet, but I mean, w- there's already been, um, you know, people popping into our feed or, you know, commenting on it, suggesting that um, some of the complaints we think that it's um, people who don't like alcohol who are doing it. Mm-hmm. There are some brewers who wade into our comments on the stories, not on the Facebook group, mm-hmm. suggesting that the um, complaints are other breweries who.
0: Which I think is a horrifying thought. I feel so... That would be bad. Yeah, though. I
1: actually yeah, I don't. Would, I, I, would, see, I, I I'd don't... I'd call shenanigans on that. I doubt that very much.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I was the same, Pete. That was my first I doubt it
2: as well. And, you know, my my feeling about that is if you're not breaching the code, you've got nothing to worry about and no one can complain. And I think the industry, to some extent, should be policing itself, um, again, because we don't want... We would rather the industry police ourselves even before it gets to way back, even before it gets to the need to have... Uh, you know, some government-appointed watchdog um, because that shows that the industry is actually mm-hmm. a mature, responsible corporate citizen with a product that has a certain amount of, you know, concern yeah. uh, about And I it.
0: see the Facebook group more like that, that they're helping the industry police itself rather than mm. it's available for, like, annoying complainants or fair or yeah. whatever the hell it might be I,
2: I just know that I'll sort of yeah, you, you, it's I, I, totally fair to worry if worried, in 30 days there's a complaint about <laughs> that particular thing I'm just going to go oh, oh God. God. <laughs> you know. and, and, and that's probably a self defence mechanism because I don't want to sort of be accused yeah. you know, that you guys are yeah, and Matt we, takes well, we this were, opportunity to remind you all that snitches get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bruce no, Hughes approved message. <laughs> no, because uh, as you said, Pete, it was all done like it wasn't snitching. It was just sharing, and yeah, um, that's right. Things like that. But yeah, and, and again, because we have been accused of being the reason that there was a spike in complaints because we were covering it. As I'd like
0: to, to think that the, we're the reason that there's been the complaints less. have gone down. Thank exactly. You. Exactly. There are fewer. Thank you. Yeah. Fewer.
2: Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Pete. And fewer. Knowledge users is power. Your (laughs) uses of less when it should have been fewer. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Beer repackaging
1: exemptions extended by the ATO. Now, the easing of rules allowing venues to repackage duty-paid keg beer and cocktails for takeaway is being extended until next year. Venues previously have had to have a manufacturer's licence and pay additional excise duty on any beer repackaged, so that's like into growlers, cannibals or any other containers within the venue. But since the 23rd of March, the ATO has not been enforcing these rules, which would have played uh, placed financial and regulatory burdens on venues looking to sell keg stock during the nationwide lockdowns Uh, now the ATO has extended this support arrangement till the 31st of January 2021 in recognition of the ongoing impacts that COVID-19 is having on the alcohol industry Um, previously uh, it was supposed to finish tomorrow or so or next week 30th 30th of September September. yeah yeah yeah,
0: next week yeah so good news good news news for
1: brewers and well done to the ATO for um, you know interesting to see that you know just with the wave of a pen
0: but, uh, yeah, it makes you think, mm,
1: things can why be done. is be else so hard?
0: <laughs> because you I'm, I'm just looking said at it's you, fun.
2: Queensland government. I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, there we go. <laughs> hey, Pete, red th- thoughts in your green thoughts?
0: What does that even mean?
2: It means don't have a, a negative thought, have a positive thought. Oh, right. And the positive and thought is because our borders are closed, we have a whole lot of freedoms that we can enjoy without fear of being affected by people who don't wash their hands. Yeah, Pete. And yeah, you look and at it as a closed border. We look at it as an open economy.
1: What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that sixty million, that the, 60 million, million that the AFL is going to pump into your economy? <laughs> uh, d- Spend it wisely, Queensland, because <laughs> um, anecdotally I can tell you there's a lot of people who are um, planning not to holiday in your fair state.
0: <laughs> oh, wow,
1: Oh, that's okay. More have achieved
0: are though. Yeah, that's
1: right. No, enjoy it. <laughs> no, look, it's good. It's good for good for local tourism. Um, there's a big campaign down here to you know see Victoria. Um, given that it's unlikely any time soon we're going to be able to to get out.
2: Well, Pete, it was it was actually uh, I think probably when we we're recording this next week, um, it would be a year since we uh, caught up in Portland.
0: Oh, there you go. That's sad, isn't it? I know. Really and we were sad. meant to
2: be there again this year. I know. <sighs> Actually, speaking of which, something, something that nice. hasn't made the news yet um, because we haven't quite got the the comment about it, but some breaking news from our good friends at BrewBound. Um, do you remember the Little Creatures Brew Pub that we visited in the uh, shadow of uh, San Francisco Baseball Stadium? In fact, the whole reason yes. that we detoured to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, just to go to that. Yep. Just to go there. It's uh, no more. Oh, it's been okay. uh, rebadged, so little creatures San Francisco has been rebadged uh New Belgium that's a
0: shame, isn't it?
2: Well we kind of picked it. We thought that New Belgium might
1: have been with their associations uh because they were they were looking for a a brewing partner <laughs> because at that stage all the all the beautiful little creatures' beer which was beautiful when it left our shores but was being contained over there. Uh, it was showing its age. It it, it hadn't travelled well. No. Um, oh. and that, so they were looking for a, a local brewery to partner with to um to brew the core range for them, and then their little kit that was in there they were just going to use for their limited releases and seasonal specials and that sort of thing. So,
2: and we kind of presumed that they would use the New Belgium partnership to make Little Creatures over there. But then yeah.
0: you made the point, isn't that strange? Because Little Creatures is supposed to be their global brand and oh. their it's one still that they a, Little Creatures
2: everywhere. is a very big brand here um new belgium is a much bigger brand in america yeah, yeah so, so it makes sense yeah it, again you know it's good will it end up being their franchise brand um in oh, in the u.s interesting Could so but anyway I just, yeah. I just thought i'd uh, share no, that with thanks you, for people. the update yeah. yeah yeah
1: there you go uh and hopefully they are playing baseball back there sooner rather than later time for mailbag now, don't forget you can review us on iTunes or send us an email to be in the draw for the letter of the week. All our letter writers will receive a Deb Lou Bakes gingerbread bruise news biscuit and go into the draw to win a mixed six-pack from our very good friends at Beer Cartel. Um, now, a few letters. Claire, since you're back.
0: So, we've had an email from Grant McCarran. I just finished recording an interview with a Lion rep who confirmed that while, yes, home sales have increased, they have certainly not balanced out the lack of sales to venues that have all had to close due to lockdowns and distancing rules. Their production is significantly reduced as a result, indicating that overall, way less beer is being consumed compared to the before times like that. Uh, wonder how we can get that into info under Fair's nose so they're forced to acknowledge it. P.S. it'll be interesting to see what happens as we get into the new normal. Oh god, the new normal. Even as in states that have opened up somewhat, sales to venues are still way down for the obvious reasons of restricted occupancy and nervous punters. Meanwhile, there are those of us in Melbourne who are wondering if we'll ever get to something resembling South Australia or even Queensland. He's put smiley faces, but I, I feel the Double pain <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the, me thinks he does no, protest a good point. Too much.
1: Um, And yeah, I, I think Andrew Wilsmore posted this week uh, some data that was showing that overall you know, drinking is, is down, despite what uh, the neo prohibitionists would have us believe.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, conveniently, they've been quite quiet on that, and they've got some annoying, patronising campaign about men not drinking enough. Oh, no, that's not right. Not drink, drinking too much. Yeah. Get, <laughs> get on the beers, Tom. Come on, Tom. Get on <laughs> yeah, the beers. Tom. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So that's Don't an listen to peer group pressure. Amen. Anyway.
1: Uh, and from Phil Sharp in the Facebook uh, group,
0: Claire. Oh, the Jackie Trad. Ah, okay. So this was like a Queensland government post, wasn't it? They would had it all photoshopped up all nice and everything saying, you know, how Queensland government's supporting the brewing industry. Yeah. Um, here in South Brisbane and across the state, we are backing our local breweries and distilleries. We have put in place a long-term plan for building the foundations of industry and creating new jobs. That's why we have passed new legislation to make it easier for our local craft breweries to sell their products, at sporting events and festivals. And then they, haven't you they haven't
2: passed new legislation. Yeah,
0: and also, the only reason they did it is because we kicked off about it and then the courier mail picked it up and was like what the fudge do you think you're doing you have promised this and they don't like to be, it to be pointed out when they haven't done something i don't think they like that i said that they dropped the ball either <laughs> 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 right before yeah. an election that doesn't look good um but phil sharp says uh, is this false advertising legislation hasn't passed yet and is on hold until post-state election i'd say so um on the end of the post, it also said, also a quick shout-out to two of our amazing local businesses, Catchment Brewing Co. and Brisbane Distillery. I wonder why they picked those two. Well, because
2: they're in her electorate. They're just up the road from her electorate office. Uh, so that she's pandering.
1: And also I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome uh, a new voice to uh, to the podcast, and that is Claire's flog voice. Well done, Claire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You
1: read that beautifully. Oh, I've got a flog thing. voice as well, so... <laughs> Uh, I've got a couple that uh, added You've in. Got late. A couple of vlog voices, have you, Pete? <laughs> One is, well, no, well, no, well, actually, Claire might be able to do a very good um, impression of Ed Mather, uh, who contacted me uh, via a Twitter message. Um, he describes himself as friendly, beer and brewing history and rugby union obsessed Lancastrian, interested in old malt and hop varieties, mashing procedures, and Yorkshire squares. Hey, uh, and he said, "How do from Lancashire, Pete?" Uh, I said, yeah, good to meet Ed. Um, cheers from lockdown in Melbourne. He said, cheers from Bolton, also in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a few Aussie brewing production records. He's got uh, production records from Emu from the 19, 1913 to 1920s, Mellon & Co. Mitchum, uh, that's the Mitcham that's in Adelaide, no relation, 1885 to 1917, and a couple of Tooths records from 1917 and 1928. Yet I've been unable to get hold of any from Victoria. If you know any resources in Victoria, could you please let me know? I've been trying to get access to the Keith Deutscher Memorial Library Brewing at Thunder Road Brewing for a while, but hasn't had any luck there. Uh, happy for you to pass on my contact details
2: to anyone that's able to assist. Best regards, Ed. Oh,
0: that's nice. Hmm. So if
2: anyone has... Yeah, I'm very so really surprised because um, Thunder Road makes a big thing about the Keith Deutsche Library.
1: Yeah, look, I, know, so I don't know. I'm assuming that Ed is suggesting that he has, like, original... Brewery production records, mm. um, and so he's after some original. And, and um, the guys at Thunder Road, Phil and the crew, who is, you know, a great historian of of of, um, of beer. Uh, what do you call it? Beer beer, 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 beerabilia, Yeah, beerabilia, something like that. Um, but yeah, those he's probably not. He's probably loath to to hand out, you know, originals. Mm.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: I would think, but if anyone can help, uh, Ed out.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, Ed, blast from the past, Yorkshire Square. They're quite rare now. Mm. I've I haven't heard of that that. Is it used Sam Smith that
2: still uses the Yorkshire Square?
1: Possibly. I think still and still has. I think uh, on their labels still has the like a, a an old you know, drawing of a depiction of of Yorkshire squares. Yeah. So basically. Wow. Uh, like open fermentation made yeah. from, I'm going to say, like local slate or something like that. Is it, Claire?
0: Something like that, I believe, yeah.
1: Which I think is part of, too. you know, I think it's the whole mineral thing and, yeah, mm-hmm. open fermentation. Very Yorkshire. Very
0: sort of Yorkshire. I like that. Considering yeah. he's a Lancastrian as well. Thank you, Ed. Thank you for that.
1: So, yeah, all the way from, from Bolton. Is Bolton a nice place, Claire?
0: Um, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go, Ed.
0: I've got to be brutal. <laughs>
1: Claire reckons you're living a shit hole, but anyway.
0: (laughs) Anywhere that Peter K. related to comes from is not a good place. Right. Okay. Thank you. Uh,
1: And one more, uh, which was an email from a very good friend, Tina Panuzis, Matt. Uh, which was shared to yourself and myself. Hey guys, just wanted to say a huge thank you for providing an amazing array of podcasts and articles covering a breadth and depth of topics that inform, entertain, and support our industry. Having been a long-time listener and avid reader, it's always refreshing to see you continue to evolve and deliver an overall balanced view of the industry as a whole, challenge and support a wide range of topics, As well as provide opinions and informed analysis. I have to admit over the last six months you've been a source of sanity trying to get through my (laughs) uh, extensive list of DIY projects Um, and she's been on furlough for just a little over two months uh, and then went back part-time uh, listening to you in the background was like being part of the conversation. I found myself going back to a number of shows and re-listening and following up on articles when I finally got off the ladder, put down the orbital sander or the angle grinder. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have found a new love of power tools. <laughs> um, I keep intending to go back to a few podcasts and leave some feedback, but at the same time my hands are covered in paint or builder's bog and I forget. So thought I'd just let you both know that you and everyone on the show have been amazing
2: company. Love you both. Oh, back oh, at you, that lovely. yeah. That's Actually, Peter, another one that came in just before you go on to the next one but uh, that was lovely and thank you tina and um uh, tina's we 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 interviewed tina about four years ago i think and she's been on our list to come back to um but then james atkinson did a great chat with her on the drinks adventures podcast a couple of months ago and we don't
1: want to cover the same well, seems I mean,
2: like, yeah, so like you, you don't I want to, sort of, up, yeah, it so. seems a little bit, um, yeah, every now and then we sort of have an accidental um, overlap like yeah. last week. <laughs> yeah, look at <laughs> you, Chris, uh, look at okay. you, uh, <laughs> But no, so uh, go and uh, have a listen to James Atkinson, which is the number one podcast in the country beer podcast. It's sort of raining uh, for the last two weeks.
1: Yeah, but what wow. about the Aussie
2: beer pods? 18 from 18, Matt.
1: We're undefeated going into
0: yeah, the last round.
2: Well, yeah. I mean,
0: I wasn't here last he, time,
2: He's got the exactly. momentum, the end of season momentum, Pete. End um, of season momentum. And, uh, yeah. you know, we're going to have to I've meet him that. in the finals. So, uh. listeners, get your ratings <laughs> and reviews in uh-huh. for, for both podcasts. Oh, I can't take the pressure. I may, may, actually, maybe has, we should interview Tina. He team has snuck into, into of, the top eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Torpedo him. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so we going for you, Atkinson. Um, but another a, another lovely email, um, Derek Lacey, uh, who is a listener and became a what not not a Patreon because we don't do Patreon, but that sort of a, a patron um, by making a regular donation for which we are you know, very very grateful. And I just sort of shot Derek a um, a note. Um, I don't think I've met Derek in person. I just showed him a note of saying thank you very much, and he came back and uh, said, You're very welcome. I really enjoy the podcast. It really helps me keep up to date with the industry news. I also like the interviews and think you guys do them really well. I, was, I particularly thought the interview with Ruth Barry was very good. I've spoken to Ruth a number of times, and she can be very shy and nervous, uh, but incredibly interesting to talk to. I thought you did a great job of making her feel comfortable and at ease and therefore allowing her to tell her story. Not an easy thing to achieve. Um, uh, I'm happy for you to, and I." Never sure whether people want to be given a shout-out, so uh, I did ask him. um, But he also runs Bluestone Yeast, which is probably why he found uh, Ruth Barry um, such a a good listen because it was all about his favourite topic as well. And he said, take care, stay safe. Hopefully we will be able to enjoy a beer again soon. Oh, and... Uh, On that, you posed a question whether our drinking habits have changed permanently with regards to going out to the pub or drinking at home with mates over Zoom, etc. I think that initially I will be hesitant to frequent crowded bars, pubs, but I think over time I will be more comfortable as the case numbers remain low. Longer term, 6 to 18 months. I will definitely want to get back to the pub with mates regularly. It is an essential part of our culture. It's a neutral space where we can meet friends without the pressure of entertaining someone in our own homes. Anyway, that is our uh, my two cents worth. And Derek, it was actually more than your two cents worth. So thank you for your for your two cents of thoughts and also your uh, very very uh, much appreciated financial contribution that will uh, you know keep us in bandwidth. <laughs>
1: and he's a lovely bloke. I've um, I met Derek at Good Beer Week. Maybe two years ago, and I've got his business card, and we have. I said, "Look, you know, once you sort of uh, get up and running and that sort of thing, we'd do a beer as a conversation." And obviously, COVID's got in the way of that a bit, a little bit.
2: Well, that was the thing. I've been aware of Bluestone uh, yeast, and it is on my um, list of stories that I want to do because uh, you know, having a, a small local yeast uh, producer you know, is very much in our wheelhouse. But again, as you say, Peter, it's the sort of thing that when you don't know someone particularly well, it'd be nice to sit down and have a beer with them and. Uh do it that yeah. way
1: and as i only met him once but i have a feeling i have a recollection that he has a beautiful irish accent
0: oh, oh. stunning
1: but it but I could be wrong um and one quick shout out matt because i think you might have had something to do with this but i received in the mail um a beautiful handwritten note on a coaster yes <laughs> attached <laughs> uh, to a four pack of uh lost palms beers uh to ease <laughs> me through what
0: did yours say on it
1: uh, I don't have it right in front of me, but, uh, you know, just a, a nice, from Zach. Uh, just yeah, a very yeah. nice.
0: If Zach wrote on mine, boom. That, <laughs> but boom, that is all. Zach. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: I did take a photo of the, of the packaging before I uh, thoughtfully recycled it because it had, uh, Pete Mitchum, beer bloke slash brews news slash radio, whatever. <laughs> So that was quite fun.
0: You're an enigma, the, Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Well, I think yeah, because he's possibly having a dig at me. Because sometimes I, yeah, you know, I, I, I good bruise week it, and sometimes I bruise news week it, and sometimes I yeah, whatever <laughs> this is. But yeah. But anyway, speaking of that, uh, of that's that's enough of thanking people apart from to uh, reserve the special thanks to Crime Pot, to Relling's label stickers and packaging, and to our good friends at Beer Cartel for making this all possible. Uh, thanks very much, Matt. Thank you, Pete. And thank you, Claire.
0: Cheers,
1: what, Pete. What are the what are the plans for this week? Just, just bloody working. Just keep up with all of the news that suddenly uh, started coming out. <laughs> suddenly started coming <laughs> <laughs> You've got beautiful weather and all that sort of thing. It's yes, hot. It's, it's been re- over 30, 30 degrees. It's 30 it, today. Yeah. Definitely,
0: definitely hitting 30. Yeah,
1: expecting nine down here tomorrow.
0: Beautiful. <laughs> Ooh, toasty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> nah, anyway. Lucky you can't go anywhere, Pete. Red That's right. Degrees. So it doesn't dogs. matter anyway. <laughs> I'm not getting, not getting into that. You're not gonna, not gonna draw me on that. Anyway, it's lovely. I, my family's lovely, and I love spending every waking moment of every waking day.
0: I'd lose my in their company. It's lovely. Uh,
1: that's it for Bruce News Week for this week. Remember, drink fresh, drink local, look after each other, and wash your damn hands. See you next week. How local should they drink, Pete?
2: Ah.
0: We'll be
2: here forever. Ooh, ooh. Five K's <laughs> worth of local. There you go. Go that, that update train your train uh... disappearing at <laughs> Go update your bingo there, uh, Davidson. And we're out. Boom. Don't forget, if you like what we do at Radio Brews News, you can help us out in a number of ways. You can sponsor the show, either by a small monthly contribution or through a one-off donation. You can find details in the show notes. You can review our podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcasting service. Let us know what you think and help others discover the show. Finally, you can tell us directly what you think by sending an email to producer at brewsnews.com.au. All letters received will receive a Brews News bottle opener and thanks to our good friends at Beer Cartel, the letter of the week will receive a mixed six-pack of Australian craft beer. When Brews News cast and crew are buying online, we buy at Beer Cartel. We love hearing your thoughts on the stories we cover because beer is a conversation.